Estate planning made easy. This is The Strong Room on 770 CHQR, a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 770 CHQR. Do you have an estate with a net worth of $1 million or more? Are you concerned about taking care of a dependent who has an addiction issue? What's going to happen to the family cottage? Have you enough money for retirement? How much do you pay in taxes? And would you like to ensure that you're not paying more than you should? These are all good reasons to build an estate or a life plan to take care of the what-ifs of life. The McMillan Estate Planning Team has been helping folks do that work for more than 20 years. They're ready to help you. Check out the company's record at macmillanestate.com. Learn more about the process of building an estate or life plan. Make time to take in a seminar to learn more. The next ones are coming up in Red Deer on Wednesday, November 28th at 6 p.m. and on Thursday, November 29th at 6.30 p.m. in Calgary. You can register online at macmillanestate.com. It might be the best 90-minute investment you can make in your own financial future. Time for a conversation now with Sherry McMillan, founder and chief executive of McMillan Estate Planning. The subject is family dynamics, an integral part of the process that leads to a good life plan. One of the challenges for the younger generation that's part of the family unit is to see mom and dad uh, go through this exercise to understand why uh, and, and hopefully to learn about it when they become the patriarch and the matriarch of the family. I think you're really onto something there, Peter, because when the parents usually come through our door, they are really looking at life head on and they're usually living in a very realistic point of view at this juncture because over the decades, maybe they've experienced one or two health issues. And of course, the health issue that's the most relevant to many people is dementia or Alzheimer's. These kinds of mental health issues are obviously more and more pressing every decade we age. And statistics show that because we're living so much longer today, we're living to 100, any of us that live past the ages of 85, 70% of us will lose some form of our mental capacity and have a measure of dementia at some level. It may not be full-blown um, you know, loss of memory, but there'll be measures of it. And usually this is a gradual process. It's not instantaneous. So when we have the privilege of working with a family, the first thing that you know we do with the family unit is we work out what the wishes of the family are pertaining to loss of memory or health care and these types of things. But what's not often considered, because we haven't had these generations before us where we're caring for elder parents um, in the way we are now, is we need to have the discussion generationally. It cannot be that we just talk about it with husband and wife. We need to also encapsulate the family unit that will be accountable for that. Because it's easy to tell a husband and wife, you know, this is what I expect you to do if I face that health issue. But often it's not going to be the husband or wife that are dealing with it. Because what will happen is it will be the next generation that is dealing with these issues due to the fact that we're living so long. So we think it's really fundamental that we include the next generation 
um, in the discussion of the health care directive so that they truly understand the philosophy behind them. Because as you know, today in modern society, we have lots of availability uh, to work with these illnesses proactively. And I think that's really important because we haven't had to think about that historically because we didn't have longevity on our side. But today we do. Ever worked with a client or family where the younger generation comes out of that meeting and says, I learned some things today that I'm going to incorporate into my own life so that I am better prepared mentally and from a health standpoint to live a longer life. Absolutely, Peter. I mean, it's not a secret or rocket science today that they've done a lot of research and science to show how we can at least prevent or slow down some of these progressive diseases. And, you know, it comes down to the, the terrifying word of lifestyle, But many times and a lot of times it is our lifestyle that determines our long-term health. And so we've actually seen parents change um, their health directive by changing their lifestyle today and hopefully slowing down at least some of the progressive issues that we have around uh, mental health and, you know, dementia and so forth. And when the younger people understand that they have a measure of control over this, it actually gives them a peace of mind and also um, an ability to take that control into their own hands. And so we're seeing a generation that isn't just sitting on their laurels, I'll call it, saying, well, whatever happens, happens, because they understand that it's not that simple and that actually they can at least give it a good fight to make sure their longevity and health is progressive into the deep decades of retirement, if possible. Because it's not about how long we live, it's about the quality of life we have when we live long. And so many of us, you know, want to take advantage of, we've seen many young people say, well, You know, my parents have faced that because they didn't understand the science behind things. But, you know, I've quit smoking. I've started to eat less meat. I mean, all kinds of things that they are able to prove now um, have a direct impact in our long-term health. I'm reminded why estate planning is important. Protecting assets, maximizing wealth, minimizing tax. Under the heading of protecting assets, you are the biggest asset you have in your estate. That's right, Peter. And that's why we say it's your life plan. It's about you. And you are the center of your plan. Everything else is just a tool so you can have a wonderful life. And, you know, for you to have a wonderful life, it's not as simple as tax. It's not as simple as legal planning. It's much more complex than that today. And one of the facets that has to be at the forefront is your own health. And you need to be your own steward of your health because we are living so long now into the future. And we don't want to just live long. We want to live long with quality of life. And so how do we fight that fight to keep that youth that we want in our life for as many decades as possible? How often do you sit down with a family and have the younger members of the family say, I can see what mom and dad are going through now. I can see what I wish they had done 10 years ago. uh, And I can incorporate that lesson both into the caregiving that they require and into my own situation going forward. I think it's very, very common. But sadly, Peter, I'll say based on human nature, Um, We often see this with the next generation when somebody's already become ill 
And now all of a sudden it becomes real that this is the consequence sometimes of these lifestyle choices. Um, you know, I, I use myself as a case study in this measure. I have a wonderful father-in-law, but his lifestyle hasn't been excellent through his life. He's been overweight, um, drank a little too much. He calls it the clean living lifestyle, but I call it the dirty one. And, you know, obviously he's only in his mid-60s, but he has a lot of health issues that he shouldn't otherwise have at this age. And now looking at that as a younger person, I realize even though it might be cold and snowy on Saturday, perhaps I better go do my run. And so it does impact us if we can look reflectively at the generations ahead of us because they didn't have the information we have today, neither. They didn't have all the science proving the things that we need to do right to maintain our health. And of course, there's things outside our our control. Of course, there are, but there's many things that are in our control. And so I'm finding generationally, each generation is becoming more proactive in protecting themselves in this particular way. When you do an estate plan, you're sometimes working with two or three generations of clients in the same family unit, uh, each of which is perhaps getting something different out of what they're being offered uh, and what you're recommending. Yes. In in fact, right now, Peter, I would say that a large uh, segment of our clientele now have what we call private health where they have, you know, their own family doctor set where they do their annual physical, they make sure that their blood pressures are good, they do their workouts. It's all part of their self-care because they know they are living decades ahead. And once they take control of that, it's often a natural progression that the children and grandchildren do the same. So, you know, I frequently do visit doctor's offices due to the work that we do. And I'll go in and I'll see two or three generations there and they're not sick. They're being proactive so they're not sick. Sherry McMillan is founder and chief executive of McMillan Estate Planning. I invite you to check out the company website at mcmillanestate.com to learn more about various aspects of the life planning process. Protecting value, maximizing wealth, minimizing tax are the basic elements of every good estate plan. But taking into account family dynamics and ensuring that each member of the family is consulted and protected is equally important. Make plans to attend an upcoming seminar to learn more. Dates and locations are on the website and you can register online to attend. It might be the most important 90-minute investment you can make in your future. That's our program for this week. Thanks for joining us on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR. 